0: Armenia is not a place we hear about often in the news. It's a small, landlocked country about the size of Maryland. Armenia is also a former republic of the Soviet Union, bordering Turkey to the west and Azerbaijan to the east. Occasionally, though, there's big news from Armenia.
1: Do you remember that peaceful revolution last year?
0: The world's Lucy Martirosian. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Marco. So, yeah, I mean, amidst all the upheavals in the world, it was memorable for the activists dancing and playing music in the streets and kind of surprising that that led to the president stepping down.
1: Yeah, it was it was all about people power and people were hoping for this new Armenia, the LGBTQ community, too. But it didn't really work out for them. I knew that there
2: was homophobia
1: in Armenia,
2: but I didn't know the extent to which it existed.
0: Who's that?
1: So this is Brett Burnham. He's an American and he moved to Armenia to teach public health there at the American University of Armenia. And he told his students, you know, he was being transparent that he's gay. And that's when the trouble started.
2: I have been verbally attacked and attacked via email by students viciously, and there's no consequence for them.
1: And then maybe less than half a year in, the university told him to never come back. They didn't renew his contract, and he doesn't know why.
0: What does the university actually say?
1: So they responded to me and said that Brett's sexual orientation had nothing to do with the decision to not renew his contract.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: All I know is that Brett, you know, he's this outsider, and he felt so discriminated in Armenia for his sexuality that he doesn't even know if he's ever going to come back there. That should give you an idea of where Armenia's at with LGBTQ rights. And I think that's what makes the next part of this story so extraordinary. Okay, so this is at Armenia's National Assembly from a month ago. And it was this parliamentary hearing on human rights.
0: And who's speaking here?
1: The speaker, you can tell she's nervous because her shoulders are hunched over and she barely looks up from her page, but there's this kind of determination there that draws you in even if you don't understand
2: Armenian. Her
1: speech made LGBTQ history in Armenia. She's the first trans woman to ever speak at Armenia's parliament. And her name is Lilit Martirosian.
0: Martirosian. Isn't that your... Yeah,
1: same last name. Um, no, we're not related. So anyway, Lilit spoke for three minutes about trans rights. And then this happened.
0: So for a history-making speech, it sounds like it was not well-received.
1: Not by Naida Zorobian. She's a prominent member of parliament. Zorobian told Lilit that her speech was disrespectful and that it didn't fit the agenda that day. So she asked her to leave. Wow. So what was Lilith's speech all about? It was a plea for recognition. Lilith told members of parliament about the 283 trans victims who she says have been assaulted, harassed, or even killed in Armenia. And the reason why this is so big is because trans and gay people in Armenia, they have to stay hidden. They have to be Hush, hush, I'm about their lives.
2: Lilith, as an activist, she was tired of living like that.
1: This is Max varsha Varshapetsian. They're translating for Lilith, and Max, by the way, is bi gender. They use they/them pronouns. And Max and Lilith, they both work at the Right Side. That's their organization that works to protect and ensure rights for transgender people and sex workers in Armenia. And so. It was this huge victory that Lilit, who is the president of this organization, could even speak to Armenia's parliament about trans rights. But then things changed.
2: We cannot even leave our houses because it is dangerous.
1: Some Armenians took to the streets. There were nationalists waving the Armenian flag. And there was one member of parliament who called for Lilit to be burned in a square in Yerevan, the capital.
2: As you can see, it is the 21st century, but people sitting in the National Assembly who must make laws for human rights protection, they stand up and they say that they want to burn us publicly.
1: The United Nations and the European Union, they both put out statements condemning violence against the LGBTQ community in Armenia. But that's the only backing Lilit has gotten.
2: There was no support from the government representatives. Nobody even spoke directly to us.
1: In Armenia, homosexuality has been decriminalized since 2003. But beyond that, there are no protections for gay, lesbian, or bisexual people. And trans people are the most susceptible to harassment and and violence. Lilit knows this personally, because she's been attacked on the streets of Yerevan multiple times, most recently, three months ago.
2: My teeth were broken, and I had uh, very extreme, you know, injuries in the area of my head.
1: Lilit says the police didn't do anything, not this time, not any of the other times.
0: What's been the reaction to all of this? Are Armenians' attitudes on this topic changing at all?
1: Mm, maybe for some, but not for all. Remember Naida Zorobian, the woman in parliament who kicked Lily out of the National yeah. Assembly? I called her up.
0: <laughs> so Zorobian's
1: saying here in Russian that Armenia society is completely different. It's not that of Britain or Austria or France.
0: And she's saying
1: here that we're not ready to have this conversation in Armenia, absolutely not ready, and and that they need time.
0: Has anything changed for Lilit?
1: Well, it's been almost seven weeks now since she made that speech to parliament. And things haven't been easy. She can't show her face in public, really, because it's too dangerous. But she's figured out a way to keep working with her activism. And that makes her more determined than ever to stay in Armenia.
0: The world is Lucy Martirosian. Thanks very much for telling us about this.
1: Thanks, Marco.